let's get scratching. We got an explosive broadcast coming to you. Listen up. Sega games, just keep playing them. Sega! We're back. It's the Sagabit Swinger Report Show. Live. Get ready for Sega interviews and news. <laughs> Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sagabit Swing and Report Show Live. It's the last show of the year, and um, yeah, what what a year it has been, um, but especially for Sonic the Hedgehog. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about the the four, not the four pillars, uh, the four pillars of Sega was something we all feared back in the early 2010s, but we're going to be talking about the four major things to happen to the Sonic brand, and joining me is going to be Dakota, writer of Segabits.com. Say hello. Hi, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks Merry for Christmas. jumping on. Yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas to you as well. And then we have David of Sonic Retro here. Say hello to the fine folks. Oh, 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 hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, boy. <laughs> It's the it's the tie. So yeah, so I brought you guys on just because I know in in private and in person I like chatting with you guys about this stuff. So I thought it would be a fun little roundtable conversation. Um, I like to keep things brief, so we're going to be kind of blazing through these twenty minutes per topic, and then we can wrap things up at the end. And so honestly, diving right into it, let's go to the very first uh, the very first thing that happened in the year and I'm gonna even rewind further back the very first news story that I could find for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is believe it or not on February 2021 uh, people were talking about Jason Momoa playing Knuckles do you guys remember that insanity <laughs> I, I, remember, I definitely remember that being like one of the first people <laughs> that would be that was like crazy. Yeah, it's right. it was odd because I mean we all all knew Sonic the Hedgehog two was going to be coming, um, but that that was the early days when we started to get all those little drips and drabs of uh, of rumors. But then as things heated up um, throughout the year, they didn't really have production all that locked down because in April of 2021 we actually got our look at Sonic Tails and Knuckles standing in the streets of Canada, I believe, um, which was actually the finale of the film. So we saw footage of, I, I believe, Jim Carrey floating around. We saw footage of Sonic Tails and Knuckles in, like, statue form standing there. And it, it revealed Knuckles' design, pretty much. Um, the plot synopsis released. So, I mean, they were not keeping this thing a secret even in mid-2021. I almost had to, like question if I'm looking at the right year here because it's like we we knew the plot of the, of the movie pretty much outside of some of the surprises at the end um, now fast forward of course to when the movie finally released and that was pretty big that rollout for marketing merchandising all that sort of stuff there were the Fila shoes there were the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Happy Meals um, but I have to ask, because I'm a big fan of like cross promotions, like uh, I, I don't care how, how lame or cheesy or, you know, forced it is. If, if they're going to do it, I'll be there. But um, do you guys have a favorite 
cross-promotion for the Sonic 2 movie from this year? Hmm. I mean, I guess the only one that really strikes out to me would be the the, the Happy Meal, because (laughs) I'm always super excited. You know, it, it made me think back to being a child, a small, small person, about this tall. And, you know, getting the, the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 Happy Meal toys. Mm-hmm. And even though there's been Sonic promotions since, they weren't, you know, it was, it was those weird little LCD games. And, you know, your mileage, your mileage may vary with those. But but they, they got actual toys, at least here in the, in the States. I know in the UK, uh, they had cardboard. Uh, and they books. did, yeah. They're cutting back on plastics. So they had these little cardboard games. Mm-hmm. And they're ridiculous because what it is is it's it's very ornate. It's a it's cardboard and then it's raised cardboard with a almost like pachinko game inside of it. But you fold it open, the whole board connects, and then it's like knuckle Sonic and Knuckles race to the Emerald, and you let go of these little tokens, and they race down. And it's like you know you could have just given kids like a Sonic trading card, and I think they'd be happier with that. <laughs> um, or in pods, fact, bring back yeah, they and they actually they <laughs> ran out of toys so quickly they started replacing them with those paper toys in America, and kids hated them because I'd go into McDonald's and see them in the trash. You know, they didn't want to keep them. Um, <laughs> how about you, Dakota? What was your favorite mer- merchandise? Well, not really anything for like the movie for Sonic Two and stuff, but like actually one specifically for today and stuff like that. I was um, looking on Twitter and they actually, uh, for the Washington Capitals for Sonic Prime, they had like a really cool promo, like on the ice and stuff like that, where they had like um, him going through like the different dimensions and everything too Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool for like a sports team to like, you know, do that before like, you know, an actual game to do that. So I thought that was like two different sides, you know, from like video games and sports, you know, actually like, you know, coming together, which I thought was like really cool. would like to see more of that. Well, that's a great point, yeah, because, I mean, the movie, the movie 2 kicked off so many cross-promotions to the point where we were seeing people who never promote Sonic or advertise Sonic, and it's it's elevated to this point now where with uh, uh, Frontiers and with Prime, like, we don't really bat an eye now at, like, Mr. Beast doing a whole Sonic Frontiers promotion or them appearing at a hockey game. I mean, uh, I'm sure David could remember Del Taco. You remember that? The Del Taco promotion? <laughs> I do. Was that that was Boom? Was that Boom, or was it just? It it was. Yeah. Or was it just a Sonic? Yeah. Um, I went to Del Taco. I never got any toy. I know. I never got anything from them. It also reminds me of like, oh, you know, Subway did a a not so great Sonic promotion as well. But was that before? Yes, they like, were um, little gears that all connected. When you turned a crank, they all did things. Right, which which is very Sonicy, I guess. Um, right. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, I, I guess there there is. Um, all right, the first Sonic movie didn't have any proper fast food promotion at all. No, there was. Wait, was there like? No, there were the tiny tacos from Jack in the Box. <laughs> that's what it I was. think. Yeah, you're pretty. That's pretty much right. it. They they so, did very. Like, um, so there's this line of, like, uh, uh, Mexican, like, pastries that are super, bimbo, that are super popular, and they did a cross-promotion for the first Sonic movie. And so when you go from that to, like, McDonald's and Tasty Cake, like, national brands, it's it's a huge, uh, I guess the kids call it a glow-up 
right? <laughs> so um, that is what so, that is what the kids say. I've heard them. Yeah. So I mean, even, even if we're not going to be really discussing the content of the movie itself, which I feel like has been kind of done to death on the podcast circuit uh, by myself, and you know, I'm sure you, David, you've talked about the movie a lot, like the content of it itself, but the right. um, just the marketing push behind it was was probably the most attention anything Sonic has ever had since Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I, I'd, I'd even say over Sonic Adventure, because I feel like Sonic Adventure was like, um, you know, great commercial campaign, print campaign, but you didn't see it crossing over into like shoe brands and um, major celebrities talking about it and going on the talk show circuit. It would be like Jimmy Kimmel would have someone on to specifically to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It was just kind of crazy um <laughs> nobody nobody called in naka into um i guess i guess it would have been jay leno at that point right and, right and he's uh <laughs> like tell me about games and you're like uh this man doesn't um, speak english and it gets really david i've got something to tell you jay leno he burned oh, yeah. his face off in an explosion <laughs> <laughs> i heard about that i mean i was never the biggest uh leno fan i guess uh but, but i mean that's not a good thing he burned his face no, he's um, he's coming back though. He's doing Phantom of the Talk Show, where he's going to have half his face oh. covered with a little mask. Um, oh, okay. He's using it. I mean, he's very very adaptive, ad adaptable comedian. It's funny uh, though. Well, maybe not funny. Kind of tragic that you bring up Yuji Naka because Sonic is probably having one of his greatest years in. Mm -hmm decades and Yuji Naka's having his worst. The man has been uh, arrested twice. He may be jailed right now. We don't know. Yeah. We we do not know where Mr. Naka is. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Yuji Naka is not all we right. We... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just kind of insane because um for those who don't know the news, well he was arrested once for insider trading. Um, but it was a very small amount of money, all things considered. So people say it was probably a slap on the wrist. Um, but the second time it was like in the millions and it really made me connect the dots to seeing him making iOS games and then showing on social media, like buying drones and sports cars. And I always couldn't really connect those dots. I'm like, you can't still have the Sonic money. Uh, so what's going on there, Yuji Naka? Right. But... He, he invested the Sonic money into the wrong thing and then had to reinvest it sometime later into a sure thing. Right. Unfortunately, it was a bit too sure, I guess. Um, Do you have a message for Yuji Naka if he's listening? Oh, yeah. Um, I hope he's all right. I hope he gets out soon. Uh, and I hope him and Oshima can can make up. Uh, right. Maybe go out, uh, have have dinner, have a kiss. Do you think they ever kissed? <laughs> Possibly. It, it would taste like an ashtray, though. Don't they both smoke? <laughs> um, I think most Japanese game developers do. <laughs> I distinctly remember someone telling me they. I was like, "So what's it like working with Azuka?" And they were like, "He smells like cigarettes." <laughs> and I re distinctly remember that when I met him once, it was like, "Oh yeah, it's like visiting my grandma's house." Um, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But I, I will say, as terrible as the Yuji Naka stuff was, at least it's not something that we can really like cancel him for like i don't feel skeevy like still liking his games and and like l l you know 
liking the fact that he follows me on Twitter, <laughs> you know, like, well, um, he's not going to tweet at you for a while, but he, he hasn't, uh... yeah, he hasn't <laughs> tweeted since November, but it's unfortunate because his, his big thing was that he was really talking shit about the industry and about people he worked with in the past. And he was also like revealing a lot about, um, Reiko Kodama. He revealed her passing, I believe, or revealed more about it than anyone else did, uh, showing images from her funeral. So yeah um crazy crazy year for behind the scenes drama for mm-hmm. sure with the sonic the hedgehog franchise now um speaking of drama the next bit that i want to dive into here is uh sonic origins so i have the very first news story for sonic origins it was at the sonic central event on may 27th 2021 and if you remember that screenshot it was sonic one, two, three, Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic CD all lined up there. And that's all they told us. Next news story I got wasn't until April 2022 where the key art had leaked. And then um, one day later, we had the trailer, new animated cutscenes, modes, everything revealed. And then very soon after the, the game uh, released, right? Yeah, they were delisting the older titles. Yeah. Uh, they were previewing it on streams, and then it came out on Sonic's birthday. So, yeah, it, I don't know. I, I, I saw a lot of people talking about how, oh, we, no one's talking about Sonic Origins anymore. But I'm I'm kind of like, what is there to talk about? It's it's a compilation of games we've already played. There's only so much you can say about the cutscenes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dakota, you... Um, I haven't really heard your opinions on... Sonic Origins. Are you neutral? Are you hot? Are you cold? Where are you at? I, with I that? think I I think it's actually like probably one of the best like compilations you can play for the classic games right now without having a PC and stuff without mods and everything like that. If you're a casual fan and stuff like that, it's definitely like worth the buy and stuff like that. Even for like forty dollars, you still get like you know all th- all four of the games and stuff together with them, and they come in widescreen. They come you know with the best version with the whitehead version as well and mm-hmm. stuff. And you also get a couple of modes and stuff like mirror modes. Actually, a really cool like you know addition in my opinion and stuff. It's you know it's not like you know the full package either and stuff because it's you know there's some like you know like some customizable modes and stuff that might be like missing stuff that you can you know do with like mods and stuff with PC. Right. But, you know, overall, it's it's a really good, like, you know, compilation stuff for, like, you know, the Genesis games. So. Yeah. David, counterpoint. Tear it to shreds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, right. Uh, the the gold standard of Sonic compilations is Sonic Jam for the Saturn. And everyone that everyone that's come out since, I compare it. And it's still, even though Origins is the closest, I think we've gotten to that gold standard, it's still, um, it still it falls short. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I want, I want, um, I was hoping like the, the games themselves, it was nice to, to get the whitehead versions, but it, it felt like there should have been a little bit of cleanup instead of it just being basically CD one and two, uh, as they were when they first right. came out, you know, three, I think for the most part is fine, but it does have some wonky bits where a casual player will never notice it. But if you're like super obsessed it's it's three feels more like mania than it should and it's like oh and i understand it's a retro engine but at the same time right uh, you those things could be uh could be tweaked and also then like the the extras there are some neat extras but it's still missing 
uh, extras that were in previous compilations, mm -hmm. and the ones that are there are missing important context. Uh, there's there's one image in particular that seems like it's from the manga, where it's like Sonic and someone that looks like Knuckles, but he's a chef or something, but it's probably not Knuckles. It's just sort of a coincidence thing. Mm. Um, and they it, like somebody asked Hoshino and Oshima, like, hey, or somebody like asked, like, hey, what is this drawing? And they both went, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, oh, great. Because there's, <laughs> there's zero context for it in the game. Right. They just throw it in there. And then the creators that have been reached out, hey, can you give more context? They have looked at it blankly and said, I have no idea what this right. is. Right. Well, so it's, it's interesting you'd yeah. bring that up because I'm actually, I have Atari 50 right here. And this is a compilation where they not only did a solid job with the games, but they almost hired a separate team to do all of the historical research and really tell a story, um, uh, give context to a lot of the behind-the-scenes materials. Like it's, it's essentially a museum that just happens to have mm -hmm. games. And I, I don't expect that for Sonic, but I definitely get you what should. you're coming from. Where you should. Well, you know... Um, I mean, at this point, because if you're right. re-releasing these same games over and over, Sonic Jam was like... The, a museum in the 90s, you know, like along the same lines as the, the Namco Museum games, and then it's just always been not ever since. So it's like, if you're just, if you're going to re-release the same games, it, it being widescreen is fine, but it should right. have that historical context and the story behind the games and everything. I, So that's why it just sort of falls flat to me. It's, you know? it's funny because with Sonic Jam, they had that whole museum mode, and um, they'd play this nostalgic music, but you have to remember that game came out six years after the first Sonic game. So it's like if we got a compilation today, looking back on a game that came out in 2016, and it had this like this uh, n this nostalgic music playing. Remember 2016, man? Oh, those were the days of gaming. Um, Just feel far away. <laughs> right, but I, I hear you. Um, I really do love the iOS, and by iOS, I should be saying the like Apple TV versions of Sonic 1 and 2 and CD because they are the I in my opinion like the best way to play them with like a, your preferred controller console controller of choice um on the big screen with all the bonuses uh there were like little bits that they stripped out like um Proto Palace zone is missing in Sonic 2 uh you really have to hunt to do a lot of the the codes I think I was actually just sitting there at home on the day of release or or prior to it cuz I got a review copy um, inputting uh, release dates, you know, until I could unlock them. Um, and it was just, I, I feel like they could have made level select a little more obvious and, and all those secrets, maybe just bake them in. Don't have, have us doing codes all the time. Like, it's fun, but um, mm -hmm. the coins mode being only the 16 by 9 was a little odd. Um, mm -hmm. It, it, it kind of reminds me of, I mean, this is a weird comparison, but like, when you buy movies and there's like a director's cut and then they give and you're like, oh man, the director's cut's coming out in 4K and then you get the release and it's like, oh no, the director's cut's on Blu-ray. The 4K release is the theatrical version, but if you want to see the deleted scenes, they're in uh, 4x3 on the Blu-ray disc in the options menu. And it's just like, that's kind of the vibe I got from Origins where all the pieces were there, but they just didn't present it in the way that they totally could have like 16 by 9 classic mode does not exist for no reason outside of remember 4 by 3 but those aren't the originals in 4 by 3 they're the um, the remade versions 
just in a smaller frame. Scaled down. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So it's kind of odd that you essentially remade these from the ground up, and and yet you're presenting it as though we're playing the original versions in classic mode when we absolutely are not. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, but I I still really enjoy the compilation. I feel like it's still in the oven though. Like. There's got to be a Origins Plus coming around the corner. There's no physical release. I mean, I see David there. He's he's nodding because he knows what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, so, Dish. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I feel like there's been rumblings. I mean, we certainly... Uh, there was someone who made a very public tweet about, like, oh, I got this email surveying, asking about more stuff in Origins. And it's like, oh... Right. Like... And, and I guess it is. it does seem like an obvious game plan, because they did the same thing with Mania. It comes out as a, a digital-only game. Uh, you know, there's a couple small bits and pieces that feels like, oh, if they had extra time, they could have tweaked that and cleaned that up and added that, and then Plus comes out. And you get the improvements that uh, right. we're missing from the original. And so it's like, it, it, feels, it feels like Origins might do it, but I... I I also wonder how much they actually would change in a physical right. version. I hope it's not just, oh, it's on a cart, and we <laughs> added Chaotix, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I I wouldn't say no to Chaotix. I also think it's oh, interesting. Oh, no, I want Chaotix in there. But, there's um, there's elements of Spinball and um, uh, mm -hmm. Flicky's Island in there for whatever reason, and... In, like, the yeah. menu screens, and yet the games are not there. It's so odd. It's almost like they canceled them, <laughs> like they had plans, but they didn't do it. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. If, if, I don't know. If they release a physical version with 3D Blast, though, it's like I would want the Saturn version, too. <laughs> but I feel like that's never going to happen because nobody understands how the Saturn works. <laughs> right, right. That's a great point. Um, but, I mean, fingers crossed we get an Origins Plus. I think that would be really fun. Mm -hmm. Um I, I I do think like canon wise because you're the canon guy, uh, yeah. <laughs> canon wise, <laughs> it is kind of wild that they elevated Spinball and uh, 3D Blast to like the classics lore. Um, I also yeah. want to talk about the two bully foxes. What are your guys' takes on those? The guys who created Tails essentially. <laughs> <laughs> they made them in a lab. Man, uh, eh. they're they're. They're fine in Origins, but I, I don't know if I want to see them all the time. Because I, I know, <laughs> you know, they're, they, they're they do horrible. appear in something else, which I guess isn't much of a spoiler because it's one of the preview things. But it's like, right, uh, right. I, they're okay. Um, it works in Origins. It works in the, in, right. the, in the sense of, like, we have 30 seconds to tell a story instead of... Uh, a longer time frame to, to go about it slower and, and closer to whatever it would originally was. Right. Uh, we still don't know their names. Apparently it's a secret. Oh. Well, isn't in the European comic there are two bully foxes and people were speculating that it was like Scratcher and something else or something like that? Uh, Do you Are you aware of that? I know. I, there's that two bullies sound... in Fleetway. There's two bullies that like uh, is in like Tails' backstory, and people were speculating that they carry those names over. I mean, who knows? But I like how it's a secret, <laughs> you know. It, uh, I mean, because people have asked Tyson, and he's like, "I can't say." Um, 
And, and <laughs> apparently Zuka gave them names, and you're not allowed to say what they are. Just weird, but okay, I guess. Well, it'll continue Why can't to be it be like the George Lucas approach, where people are like, hey, George, what's the name of that alien in the back? And he goes, ah, it's your name backwards. You know? It's like, really? <laughs> it's Mott? Oh, what's your fine. name, Tom? Okay, yeah, it's Mott. Mott's the, Mott's the alien's name. Um, yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's David and Dakota. It could could be, although I'd feel bad if I was bullying Tails. Would you bully? I'd bully. I'd yank his tails a little. I just love how they're doing this. They're like yanking his tails. It's funny. It's funny. Um, and then he like raises off his legs, just like a yeah. I love I love how Sonic's just like he runs by and then Tails like learns to fly in that moment. He doesn't really. It's interesting. And then in, in Prime, again, Sonic's like, you can't fly. All you got to do is spin your tails. And Tails is like, oh, I can fly. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway, um, so moving on to the next pillar we have, and I think this one might take a little more time to talk about. It is Sonic Frontiers. And that name was actually trademarked and revealed November 8th, 2021. We saw that black and white trademark text appear and it was not until man how far out uh there was a sonic frontiers reveal at the game awards so we had that initial trailer with the little symbol and then we started to get little peeks at what eventually was the big trailer reveal of the game um that was december 9th 2021 and from there it was just constant info dropping and then it kind of dried up for a while um i'm sure you guys remember uh how crazy the community went not getting any information um uh dakota what's your what what are your memories of those insane times on social media well i remember i think it was about like about month before the reveal reveal trailer um back in november that there right. was a couple of uh, Reddit posts and stuff like that, QA testers and stuff, um, basically giving about a lukewarm reception of the game and stuff like that. And it was still kind of like, kind of described the open world a little bit, but not to like, you know, overwhelming, like, you know, still kind of like in like a beta test and stuff like that it kind of felt like for what the QA testers were, you know, lining up. So I kind of just, for me personally, took that with like a grain of salt and stuff like that and just, at this point, like I've learned and just like, you know, just wait for gameplay. <laughs> so for Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm David, you, you're, are you online much? Do you, do you use the social medias all that often? Uh, sometimes uh, yeah. there, there are, there are times that I'm on them way too much. And then, and then I'm like, I got to stop and then don't yeah. look for like three days or something. Do you, do you recall or that crazy time places. where, where people <laughs> felt like they were owed a, um, a, a answer on what's going on with frontiers I, what are the names of every island how long is the game who are the enemies you know yeah people people were not satisfied with with the drip the dripping of yeah inf- that sounds wrong um <laughs> but yeah well i i think it's because you know right after forces came out it's like well there there'll there'll be another sonic game don't worry and then you waited until right that first CG trailer that didn't tell you anything, didn't tell you the name of the game, didn't show. And even at that point, before that trailer, people were getting obsessed, 
like I need to know that anything's happening and all they would get is oh yeah there's they're working on something don't worry but I guess everyone needs to worry and and maybe it's because a lot of people were sort of lukewarm at forces so it's like oh the last 3d game didn't satisfy me I need to know when the next one's coming out and I need to know exactly what's going on with it I need to know every single detail um, and it probably didn't help that the like the first gameplay footage was just sort of without context seemed pretty boring and empty and barren and it and it's like gave no sense as to what the game was really supposed to be because looking at that footage and playing it there is this wide like disconnect um right right yeah looking at the footage you thought oh oh they're gonna make another bad game this is it it's over <laughs> we wasted five years and then it finally comes out and you're like oh i understand it now i think this is actually like really good uh all things considered and yeah it's just um so i i would hope that um maybe when the next when we're gearing up for the next whatever the next game is mm-hmm. the people will be a bit more relaxed because we've had such a well we had something that most people have liked uh, a lot of sonic content in general there, it doesn't feel like this vast wasteland of nothing right and then people freaking out and going i need to know every little detail because i've been hungry right but, you know if you're starving you don't want to overeat that's bad <laughs> you want to eat slowly and you get right. your body used to it so yeah <laughs> you know I, works, i'm sure I forget that there are um, people who are not like general Sega fans like myself who is t- are totally fine if they can go a year without like a Sonic game because there's other stuff coming. Um, I also forget that there are people who are purely Sonic game fans. And so when they go through that five year drought, it's just it's it's murder for them. You know, they. They go so far as being like, well, I only like the modern 3D games, so I don't care about Origins. I don't want a racing game. I don't care about racing. So, yeah, there, there really wasn't that much for them to, to chew on. And on top of that, uh, Forces really wasn't the game to, like, pass your time on. Like, it, it's a very short game. I think um, it's a four-hour game in total. And if you just do the gameplay, like, just the level gameplay, it's about the same length as playing all the cyberspace ch- stages twice in Frontiers. Like, it's very short. And so it's just, you know, that there's there's not a lot of content there to keep you satisfied, um, which is why I, I think people were both really upset that there wasn't more revealed leading up to Frontiers. And also, you know, because I, I think wisely Sega held off, and I think it paid off. I... I'm one of two minds. I either think Sega realized they were doing a really bad job marketing the game and internally something changed, or they were like, no, we are going to hold off until we really start revealing things until we're like a month out. And even then, we're not going to be showing anything past, what was it, the second island, right? No, third island. And then we didn't see islands four or five, which granted aren't that different from the first island. But still... um, we didn't really learn of what Sage was. We didn't see uh, any of the behind the scenes, like uh, the flashback stories on the fourth island. Um, so, you know, it's, I think now people kind of forgot about that. It's been memory hold. The, uh, the drought and the fact that Sega 
wasn't really marketing it. I'd, I'd hesitate to say it was bad marketing. It was just an absence of marketing. Um, I think the only thing that really fell flat was the fact that they were showing previews, like very early preview builds to people. Um, and then they were just giving them like 15 minutes of raw footage. And then the people were just uploading them without any context. Uh, that was really odd. Do you remember those IGN reveals? Those were very poorly handled. I mean, the, the, the premiered for the YouTube video and then everyone's sitting there and waiting and then it's just like no music, just sound effects and Sonic <laughs> running around. <laughs> right. I mean, just just adding music helps when you're running around and maybe not doing a whole lot because you, you can run around in Frontiers and not do a whole lot. But you can also run around and do uh, a million things. It's it it you're it's a different kind of Sonic game in, in the way that it's structured. But when you come off of oh well you know the, the the boost games and Lost World and and there's an expectation of what they're making, you're you are going to look at that and, and be confused and go, hey, is is there anything to do in this game? Did we is this even going to be fun? I can't tell. Uh, Right. And IGN did not help. I mean I, I I mean I guess they just were supposed to drop it. Did they go, Oh hey, maybe we should have edited it? I know later later releases from them mm-hmm. helped make it look better. Right. But man, even just not having the music felt like a weird choice. Because I, what, what's what's wrong yeah, with holding I, Yeah. I, I think what they did is that they gave them a bunch of they said because I think that was their gameplay. So they said, you can re- record your gameplay footage, but we're not having music on it. And I think what the intention was is that they would have all this footage with no music that they can cut together for an IGN like video article where they would talk over it. They could put their own music over it, but you'd have the, the um, sound effects baked in, which is how B-roll footage comes to us um, when we get those press kits. And I, I, I'm guessing IGN was just like, well, we're not in the business of making a commercial for your game. That's not what we're doing. You gave <laughs> us footage, and Sonic fans are ravenous. So if you're giving us 15 minutes of footage and you say this is all we can show, then we're going to show all 15 minutes of footage to get you know, all the clicks and all the impressions we can instead of chopping it up into a three-minute little video that is essentially a commercial for your product. Um, yeah. And but, I wouldn't be surprised if the music wasn't even finalized, even all the way in June and stuff at that point and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when when you watch the gameplay of Sonic running around in silence, out of context, it does look very boring. But then when you play the game and you're like, you're set up with a cutscene and there's that twinkly little piano music playing as you run about and you know your objective and you like see the sunrise and the sunset and like asteroids fall and like all these things are happening that all that mix really creates the experience of what the game is and that's where those magical little moments happen and you don't get that from a 15 minute musicless gameplay of someone just running around not really knowing what they're doing um uh, Dakota, I know you bought <laughs> you bought the uh, game for every single platform. I'm not gonna put it on the screen, but you were put on blast <laughs> by a like a, a, a Twitter account that basically like shames people for enjoying things. Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, tell me about that. They want 
they want to talk about having no life themselves <laughs> right <laughs> so well it's just as as i as i saw more footage like come up and stuff i kind of figured it was going to be a good game and just i i for for every everything for all the people that were involved in supporting it and stuff i figured you know one might as well just you know support you know the game developers behind it and stuff like that it seems like this time they actually really like tried this time and actually tried to please you know as much fan feedback as they could and stuff like that and for the most part i think for the the open zone they think they knocked it out of the part it's a really good um prototype i think for what would come for the next game and stuff like that um right guarantee i'll be it because you only got three islands and stuff like that so i would say there's a little bit of like crunch with also with island four and five being repeat from the first one but i really enjoyed it i thought it was really really good um i like the versatility of his move set um the fact that you know you can actually you know spin attack like in sonic one into an enemy in 3d plane actually back into it i don't think you could do that in forces so like it was actually nice to see that back into it so yeah but um but yeah <laughs> so you're you're positive about it how about you david i don't think i know if you like the game or dislike the game it sounds like you you're positive on it Oh yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, uh, I definitely enjoyed Frontiers. I enjoyed it way more than I thought it would. I had a, I had, I still had a lot of reservations going into it. Um, but I, I think sitting down, going through, like that, that very beginning of the first island, um, it, yeah, a lot of it all just sort of gelled together, and like I, I, I get what they're doing. I get. Um, I also haven't played like a million assassin creed games and stuff so maybe uh some some of it feels more novel to me than it would to other people because i know that there were a lot of like oh this is just uh, assassin's creed plus zelda plus shadow of the colossus plus anime (laughs) because um yeah but but you know also it has the veneer of sonic um even if there are some people who you know, uh, crit- uh, criticized the art design and said, oh, well, the, the islands themselves don't seem very Sonic-y, but at the same time, it's like Sonic's always going to different places, and he's gone to very realistic locations, surreal ones. It just sort of slots in like, hey, you know, Sonic's world is full of many different things. Um, right. I, know, I liked how it controlled. Exactly. I liked the 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 way um, things changed the... the move on it had it didn't feel overloaded um because when they said skill tree it was like oh god is there going to be like are you going to have to wait five five hours before you can jump properly or something (laughs) uh but um yeah the only like and i and i enjoyed the story and the 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 characterization the added lore uh the only real downside i think was the cyber the cyberspace levels because they just they feel different than the rest of the game yeah. And it's very noticeable. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not so much like, oh, it's reused level layouts, even though it is kind of a, a shame. Uh, yeah. Except on Island 5, there's some, some new ones. which is, All of a sudden, which is nice. yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah. Would it, maybe they should have uh, spread that out <laughs> between them all. But, right. Um, yeah, like the new ones are okay. But I, I do kind of hope that maybe this is the end of the boost gameplay in general. I'd rather they yeah. focus all their attention on the open zone concept 
and the platforming you could do in there instead of saying, well, we need to make more traditional Sonic levels because right. uh, I'd, ra- I'd rather have a super solid open zone because, you know, boost is fine, but we've got a lot and it feels like they're not 100% sure how to do it. Um, and I'd rather they focus on something that it seems like maybe they do know how to do, right. which is that open world sort of feel. Yeah, I, you know, talking about the aesthetics, it it is very unsonicy, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I I looked at it and it it felt very unique. It looked like they actually put thought into the aesthetics and how the the I guess the ancients um, really built their society, how they functioned, um, and and just the the architecture was was I think unique. It didn't really seem like. I guess I, I think back to Sonic 06, with, which looked like they just took a bunch of assets from like uh, a welcome to your first 3D game developer kit <laughs> and were like, oh, look, Italian Village and Old Man. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've ever used 3D Movie Maker, Microsoft's old, old uh, make your own <laughs> 3D movie. But you were limited to a dozen characters, uh, a handful of locations. You can only change very basic costume things. And so you, when you shared your videos out, everyone had the same actors. And that's kind of how, um, I don't know, 06 felt to me. Whereas here, it, it everything felt unique. It just didn't feel like something I've seen before in Sonic. But if I were to sit back in, in 10 years on Sonic's uh, 40th anniversary, <laughs> or in 20 years on Sonic's 50th anniversary, because that's going to happen uh, whether we like it or not, Oof. and you were to show me like a still from every game... I really think Frontiers would, you know, even 20 years from now, stand out and look unique. And I could say instantly, that's Frontiers, just as how I could look at, um, you know, I could look at Unleashed and say, okay, well, there's there's the Werehog, there's Spagonia. Like, there's, there's things that feel um, memorable, iconic, unique to the game itself. Whereas if you were to show me a screen from Generations or Forces um, or even Lost World in some cases, I'd, I'd kind of be like, oh, it... Which one is that? It looks like forces, right? Like, no, no that's generations. Um, it just, it, it just really feels like those games kind of lacked something to really call it their own. And this seems like the first time in a long time that Sonic Team really went above and beyond to give you a new setting with new characters. Um, and then also talking about uh, uh, DLC, like they. Just uh, yesterday, and I'm, I'm wearing it now, the Holiday Cheer DLC dropped. And it's just like, it's free, you know? You can't complain with Sonic in a Santa outfit, though I would like to see other <laughs> holidays represented, maybe a Jewish Sonic um, <laughs> with uh, Yamaka or something. But um, still, you know, it, it's it's cool. And then they did that rollout for 2023. Like, this game is not finished yet. Um, just going through there, we've got update one, which I presume is going to drop in the, maybe in the winter, early winter. And then we've got a spring update for Sonic's anniversary. And then that new playable characters and new story update, which I'm hoping is not overhyped. I hoping, I'm hoping people aren't going to be getting like cyberspace stages just with those three characters. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's really something just the U-turn that Sega and um, you know Sonic Team has made here because now we're not paying 
a dollar ninety nine for supersonic, like with sonic forces, which. Uh, <laughs> And and then I remember Aaron Weber being like, "Hey, good news, guys! You don't have to pay for it; it's free." And I'm like, "But why did we have to pay for it initially? Like, <laughs> where's the apology? Right. I'm not hearing it." Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a far more nervous Sega. He was like, "Oh, like we're not going to make any money on this. We got to really just stretch it out. Two bucks. Right. Come on, it's cheap." Right. <laughs> and yet, and and yet now, um, you know, the games retailed for sixty bucks. And it keeps seeing sales, which are probably doing wonders for it. I mean, they probably said to themselves, we could either release this game at 40 or 50 bucks, or we could do it at 60 and every every so, every so few months do a big sale, and then we get to the top of the charts. And they have. Like, this thing sold uh, 2.5 million already, mm-hmm. which I think... does Did that surpass Unleashed? I'm not a big numbers guy. Um, possibly. Around there, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's it's wild the success that we've seen now with a Sonic movie, a 3D Sonic game, and it, the fact that it's the 2D game that really struggled this year, um, if anything. And and I hesitate to say struggle because I think Sonic Origins did what it set out to do. Um, I think the greatest thing that it did do was bring Sonic Three and Knuckles back into the fold, even if it's uh, a a compilation that still needs a little more time in the oven. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't have much more to say about Frontiers because I feel like it's not finished yet. And I'm really looking forward to talking about it more in 2023, seeing more characters, story. Um, of the content coming out, do you guys have something you're really looking forward to in those um, uh, first two phases? And just to remind you, there's a jukebox, a photo mode, New challenge modes, Sonic's birthday, which cool. which I think is funny. Um, open zone challenge, and then uh, new cocoa. New, co- new cocoa. Hot cocoa. New cocoa. Hot cocoa. Oh wow! <laughs> the open um, zone challenges sound pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems neat. Um, the the graphic also kind of implies that hey, maybe you'll be able to replay those. Uh, the the titans on their own which would be neat like the the way it's presented like one of the challenges shows supersonic flying around right in the the yes so the graphic shows i have it up here i'm going to zoom in on it for the viewers uh it shows two things it shows progression from cyberspace stages so it seems like you can sit down and just play through one after another without being bumped back to the menu it's possible they might be new layouts for cyberspace that would be kind of cool. Um, and then the other one, yes, it does show Sonic battling like sub-bosses and then a final boss. So I have to imagine it's probably going to be like fight Spider, fight, I don't know, whatever their, whatever the animal's name is, you know. And then you fight the, the final boss of that area, which I'd much prefer to the, um, the limited save system they have. Because what I was doing was I was saving right before the end of every island and then I can go back. But then I was like, I had this neurotic thing where I'm like, wait, if I go back and play my old save, will the auto save overwrite my current save? And if that's the case, maybe I need to do a save of my current save, but then I'm going to overwrite one of the older saves. And I got to the point where I'm basically only able to like replay one of the Titans. So what's the point? You know, <laughs> no holiday cheer over here for me. Bye. 
Um, the Sonic 3 and Knuckles had what eight, nine save files. Man, Frontiers <laughs> has got three. Why are we Why are we going down? I don't in, know. In Heroes, uh, they supported up to ninety nine save files. Why? I don't know if any. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if any GameCube uh, memory card could actually let you fit ninety nine on there. But that's ridiculous. Yeah. That, that's, that's insane. I, I guess. <laughs> I I. I'm looking forward to Sonic's birthday because that's the big mystery one there for me. Um, I'm hoping it's super cheesy. I'm hoping like <laughs> it's just like confetti falling all the time and streamers everywhere and like happy birthday music playing nonstop. I just hope it's like the most gaudy event ever that just completely ruins <laughs> the game. I mean, I've already been playing through my, um, I have it on Switch, the, the one I've played the least. Um, the, the, the Xbox one I have, I think is 30 hours. The Switch one's only four. Um, but I was like doing a really emotional cutscene with Amy and I'm dressed as Santa. She's like, she's like, Sonic, the cocoa are dying? And he's like, man, Amy, this is too much. And he's like wearing a Santa hat. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I look forward to him, like, talking to uh, Sage about her, you know, her deadbeat dad while he's dressed as Santa. I think that'd be pretty good. Maybe she sits on his lap. Um, before we move on from Frontiers, I do want to talk about Sage. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this character? Do you think she has a future in the franchise? And we don't need to do spoiler alerts because I'm sure most people listening have played it, but Sage she doesn't go away forever. Um, and we see that with the, the new story material in Update 3 that she's going to be there. So, uh, David, thoughts on Sage? Like her or love her? <laughs> right. I, I, I think she's cool. I think it's, uh, it's, it's a character addition that makes sense. You know, we've had a lot um, in a lot of auxiliary media and then eventually with colors, you know, Orbot and Cubot. Like, Eggman's had a lot of sidekicks. He's had a lot of people to yell at. Um, but it, it's nice to have a character that, well, I guess, seems somewhat competent, somewhat yeah. uh, likable. Like, there, there's more going on there than just comic relief or silent but deadly, which, you know, metal being the silent but deadly mm-hmm. type. So, it, like, it, 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 it's nice to then get those extra layers of Eggman. I mean, you know, most of the time, he is the bad guy. He's a bit silly. He's a bit crazy. Like that's who Eggman is. But it's nice to know that there's other layers there, and that's she's able to uh, bring those out. You know, we haven't really yeah. gotten that since I guess Adventure Two, with the you know Gerald Robotnik and Maria backstory, right? And, and what that implied. Um, even though we didn't fully, we didn't dive super deep into Eggman then. Uh, Frontiers. The, uh, the egg memos definitely does a lot of the heavy lifting because mm-hmm. there's only, I guess, so much that they can do time-wise, story-wise. I mean, it's, it's still a pretty hefty story even without the, the memos, but those flesh it out. And so I like her. Um, I definitely want to see more of her. I don't know exactly what form she'll take. Mm-hmm. And if they do introduce her into the comics, then it would be kind of interesting to see her and, and Belle the tinker tinkerer oh, yeah. uh you know play off of each other because yeah, they're both yeah. essentially the children the daughters of eggman Ooh. and uh right so it, like it, it would it feels like a story that oh if if sage is coming back that's one you want to tell because one is eggman made sage and he's like 
feeling very fatherly to her in a way that he isn't prepared for and Belle is someone he made when he thought he was somebody else and has kind of discarded her and so the you know it, the, there's there's something interesting you could do there uh, so I definitely want to see her uh, did, again did you just drop the name of your the title of your young adult fan fiction the daughters of Eggman <laughs> I'm looking forward to reading that right. Sage yeah, awoke yeah. Sage awoke it was a bright Sage sunny awoke. day in Green Hill Zone you know <laughs> She right. turned she's... and saw Belle. You know. I don't know. Like yeah, you could do a lot uh... of angsty stuff there, but um... she is in that picture that they just put on Twitter as well. Um, ah, where interesting. Uh, you see Eggman making her, well, digitally making her shoes, which is uh, it's kind of an, a neat little thing. That's <laughs> he's cute. in a digital recreation of Final Egg, and she's sitting in a thing, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want you to be barefoot here." Put is this official? Shoes. Yeah, like it's uh, if you go to the Japanese Sonic Twitter, it was posted oh. a few hours ago, I think. Oh my gosh, I missed this. Oh yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's it's Musk. He's 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 suppressing all of my Sonic fan art. No official Sonic <laughs> art. Boy, that that annoys me. Okay. Isn't Sonic official? Uh, yeah, I think. Yes, to me. Uh, I got it. Okay, I got it here. I just don't got it. I gotta bring it up if we're gonna talk about that amazing. Right. I guess it's always the hashtag about. Sonic picked. <gasps> oh e -I -C -T. my god! I think I love this picture. Let me see. I'll bring it up here. <laughs> it definitely it leans into the the fatherly. Oh look at that! That's so cute. <laughs> he made her shoes. David, you're warming my heart. Yeah. This is a Christmas. This is a Christmas gift that I'm. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Look at that shoes. You know, it's it's interesting. You 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 brought up Sonic Adventure two, and you know that we haven't had a Sonic Adventure three, but this is a very interesting character progression. We've got uh, Maria, and it, it doesn't. It never really felt like he Eggman acknowledged Maria, and now he suddenly has a daughter, and he almost he he almost like came to that realization at the end of the game. He's like. I have a daughter, <laughs> which I thought was very interesting. Um, so uh, do, I, do either one of you suddenly realize you had a daughter? No, we don't have to go there. Um, <laughs> right. But oh, uh, showed up like, oh, so 18 years of al or not alimony, uh, child support. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dakota, what are your thoughts on Sage before we move on to our final pillar? Uh, it's I'm in the same boat. She's I like her. She's good. Um, she's a good foil, I think, to uh, Eggman and stuff like that. Kind of like, kind of has the same like you know similar like you know, evil like you know mastermind. But she's like calm, cool, collected, and stuff like that. Composed to like you know, you know him and stuff like that. So, I think I think, I think she'll like they'll like run a, run a few like you know games and stuff like that for her in the future. The only thing like, I just hope that. It doesn't take away like the more seriousness like tone of her and stuff like that and everything yeah. too and like it doesn't go like you know with orban and cuban and do like you know more like <laughs> less serious like comedic routes which you know wouldn't be bad and stuff but like to her to have like you know you know this kind of game for like you know as much as she got like built up and stuff like that and you know to end on like the tone and stuff of front of frontiers and stuff that will happen to her at the end stuff i think you know It'd be really cool and stuff if she was like you know involved and like you know, like mm -hmm. really like you know like like you know, 
big projects like for him like you know i'm gonna take over the world again and stuff (laughs) (laughs) instead of just like oh i'm just going to like you know kidnap these small little creatures and stuff in this little island you know yeah right right yeah he's gotta he's gotta keep going big now i don't think he's going back to like Oh, there's a North Island. I must take this over. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I like her. I'm looking forward to more of her. Um, and then the last piece we have here is Sonic Prime. Now, this um, is a Netflix series. For the longest time, it was just an N with Sonic running through it as the logo. Um, until the title was revealed, it was revealed February 1st, 2021. And it was said to be a 24-episode series. Now, uh, as as we record this, only eight episodes have dropped. Uh, some people incorrectly think that it is season one, and they're like, "Man, that was the cliffhanger! How disappointing!" But no, it's they they've wrapped. I'm 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 wondering if there's even going to be a season two. I mean, it's possible, but like the the way these sorts of things work, like. They work on 24 episodes, and if they do order another season, a lot of the team might have moved on to other projects. So um, we don't even know what the end is. It might, you know, wrap it up in a nice little bow. Uh, but what we've seen so far are eight episodes. The first one actually premiered in Roblox. <laughs> Did either one of you um, regress to an 11 year old and jump into Roblox to watch the premiere? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it very briefly and then went, I can wait. I can wait the, the five days. I heard yeah. it slows down your computer big time, so I'm not taking that <laughs> chance. <laughs> how How is it that I'm the only one who did it? <laughs> um, I was, I was at... been playing a lot of Speed Simulator? A little bit, but I haven't yeah. been on in a lot. Like, I, I tried it when it first came out. And then I realized how difficult it is to unlock anything. Like, it's like, collect 10,000 orbs. And I'm like, maybe you get them quickly. And then I'm running around, I'm like, I played for 30 minutes and I have 10 orbs. Like, what am I doing <laughs> wrong, you know? Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, I, I took a long break from it. But I came back and it was, it's changed greatly. I almost felt like Sonic did in Sonic Prime, where I'm like, where am I? And I was like, looking around, I'm like, oh, they moved the doors over here and, and like, there's a whole new menu system. Like, yeah, it's, it keeps moving. Um, it's, I guess that was another big thing to happen this year, but it's just kind of like, it's, it's like Sonic's little side gig. I don't know. It's, it's a very strange project, but to tie Prime into it was just bizarre. And yeah, you'd show up and there was, and it almost felt like Sonic Jam. Like there was a movie theater and you walk into it, and then it's actually a big outdoor space with the screen on a loop-de-loop, and you can actually jump up onto the screen and jump in front of it and run around and annoy people as they're watching the the show. Um, (laughs) I caught the very first screening, so that one was fun, but then I realized it looped again and again and again for like a day or two, Um, or maybe even a week. It just kept going. But it was strange um, to watch it in that setting because you don't zoom into the screen. You're, like, watching the screen from your screen. And when, like, something explodes, the, the your camera, like, your character shakes. If Sonic loses rings, rings fly out of the screen. So it's like a 4D adventure. Um, oh, that's yeah. cool. It, it was cool, but then every time it shook, your um, screen would go a little off-center. So you'd have to, like, adjust your camera to 
look at the screen again. Um, I actually asked my daughter, I asked my daughter before we recorded, I said, what was your favorite Sonic thing this year? And she was like, watching the Sonic, watching the first Sonic Prime. And I was like, inside the game. And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting one. Um, But I think she just liked, she thought it was so odd, you know, because you're watching a TV show inside of a video game. Um, But yeah, when I finally sat down to actually watch the first episode without all the crazy Roblox things going on, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, There's a surprising amount of like uh, lore, not so much that you get in Frontiers, but still the fact that they were referencing uh, events in Origins that... To be quite honest, I think they did the best job integrating Shadow into Sonic's world since when? Like, David, when was the last time like we had a Sonic piece of media outside of the comics that really integrated Shadow? Oh, uh, so like outside of the comics? Because boom, games, he was just there. Uh, right. Uh, I, I guess the, the teaser <laughs> at the end of Sonic 2. That, yeah. that was... <laughs> um, other than that, it does feel like, yeah, like in Sonic Boom, they didn't know what to do with Shadow. Um, I mean, Sonic Boom also suffered from like, oh, here's Shadow, but without any of his backstory or his history. So I guess he's just angry. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess that's fine. He exists because people like him. But it, 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 it was uh, that was sort of a, a hollow version of Shadow. And then, I mean, the, I mean, even in the games, it's not like we've gotten a lot of Shadow. Um, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's in they they try in forces but there there isn't you know he gets his own little mini campaign and i guess that's the most they did with him since 06 really yeah. um he's in generations but he he's just a boss it's not anything deep and um right he's not in lost world he's not in he's not in unleashed he's not he's not really yeah like they'd roll him out say he exists and then move on so right they mm-hmm. at least it, it feels like they're do, they're going to do more with shadow in prime it's a lot of teasing because it does feel oh well this is just the first third mm-hmm. um i do wonder when they were making the show if they thought it was going to be split up into like I'm, I'm assuming eight episode chunks or if they thought all 24 would come out at once um yeah there, there's a comment uh we have here from levi church who says they are still animating Sonic Prime. So it seems like they're still working on, on that initial 24 episodes. Um, okay. So, yeah, right. interesting. Um, but, yeah, what, what was your thought, Dakota, when you saw Shadow appear? And do you think they, they utilized him well in this series so far? I think so far he's been pretty good and stuff. So he hasn't really done, like, you know too too much you know for as of like right now for like the story overall and stuff but i like like his characterization and stuff like like the fact like when he like he gets um um was it when he gets like slammed to the wall and stuff like that and then he gets like mad but he like kind of like composes himself and stuff like that's like yeah. i think that's like good characterization like you know for for like him and stuff like that and the fact that he's just trying to like you know keep to himself but basically like you know trying to you know keep everything also like you know protecting stuff like that kind of mm-hmm. call back to a little bit to like you know song french 2 with like maria and stuff so yeah I, I, so far he's been good i'd like to see a little bit more of him and stuff as the you know the um series goes on he's kind of playing the role of silver also because sonic like 
did something bad and Shadow's really the only one with the power to kind of break through that and try to connect with Sonic to tell him that he did something catastrophic. Um, so I, I like that sort of idea where their connection is really the fact that they kind of have shared powers so that they're the only two who can really break through this whole shattered dimension thing and communicate with each other. Um, I, I, I find the whole dimension thing kind of odd. Uh, I know a lot of people were probably expecting, expecting like into the spider verse here where there would be actual like cannons from like IDW and Archie and like Fleetway. But I, I think that's a little too, I don't know. That's a little too in the weeds for something that's like a Sonic Netflix show. Um, Though I guess they kind of, they, I, I don't know what the, the term is exactly, but they, they, they're they very aware that a pirate thing is just kind of lame <laughs> because when Sonic arrives, he's like, oh, it's pirates. Okay. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if we're going to keep seeing dimensions, if they're going to get a little more interesting. Like I do like the New York City sort of situation where it's a, a world where Sonic didn't exist and Tails mm-hmm. became a jerk and Amy like just gave her body up or something. It, like she's got a bird in her stomach. That's kind of wild. Um, Big's a sanitation worker and um, you know, it seems like they all have shitty lives now because Sonic wasn't born. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting start. It's like Back to the Future 2, you know, like the bad future with Biff, who's president and all that sort of stuff. Um, the one thing that hasn't been answered is all the Eggmen. Like, why are there so many of them? Are they from other dimensions? Are they the same person? Uh, it, 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 it is weird the way that's set up because um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to see more um, alternate worlds of some sort. Um, mm-hmm. Because we haven't found all the shards, we only we know where three of them have been, and I don't know how many they're supposed to be. Probably seven. But there's always seven. It might be seven, <laughs> or it might be five, because there's, like there's five Eggman, all, Eggman. Although, like clearly, they do not, they are not aware of the fact that there are alternate dimensions, alternate universes. Mm-hmm. They find all this out when Sonic shows up, and the five Eggman are kind of each an aspect of Eggman's personality, right? Like. There's the there's the main one who I guess is just like the they're your bog standard. He does Eggman stuff, but like oh, there's an old one because he's old. There's a baby because he acts childish. There's the the philosophical one because like Eggman has the 300 IQ and thinks he's, he's so above everyone else. And and then mm-hmm. there's the teen because I guess he is also child. I don't know. Like it feels <laughs> like it's it's aspects of Eggman <laughs> split apart and you could make the argument that the versions of Sonic's friends that we're seeing are just one aspect of their personality as well. Right. Like, um, uh, like knuckles, uh, like, like we sort of have the, the general, uh, or the, not, uh, the army general type knuckles in, in, uh, New York city. And it's like, Oh, he's mm-hmm. the one who's, who's militaristic. He's the one who, you know, the one we see sh- shades of in forces. And then you have one who's kind of, well, like sticks, but I, I guess maybe the, uh, uh, I don't know. It, it feels like that they're, it's not, not just 
it, it's not just here's a different version, but almost maybe it's a sliver of an aspect of that character, and they've been split right. apart because they, it seems like they are all from there. But if Eggman has been split into five, but they all exist in one world, then why do the other ones exist in different worlds? Because there doesn't seem to be alternate versions of Eggman in those worlds. Right. And then, um, so, and, and then it's like, well, why did he split up in the first place? Because he was at the center just like Sonic was, and Sonic didn't split up, and he doesn't exist anywhere in Shadow. Right. Didn't split up and doesn't yeah. exist anywhere. There's, there's some... There's some holes there, and it 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 feels like they they have a couple different ideas, but haven't figured out what is actually happening. And there is this worry that we're never it's never actually going to be explained properly. It's <laughs> right? Just yeah, be, that's that's my fear is um, that they might not explain it and just say, guys, it's just a kids show. Like, don't expect too much <laughs> from it. But it's like, yeah, but we just came off of um, you know the Sonic Two movie, which like got pretty heavy in lore and then sonic frontiers with very much is very uh plot heavy lore heavy and then when you throw sonic prime at us with all these different dimensions and telling us it's within the game universe and then you just go ah they're they're pirates just because and there was no eggman pirate and the chaos council just was there's no you know like you're talking about like split personality like that didn't happen you know there's i'm hoping there's more to it yeah i I guess Tails is probably the better example of aspects because it's like the New York City one is he's the one that's all super tech savvy and yeah. then the one in the pirate ship is like the the kid brother sort of following like he's the one that is just following you in Sonic yeah. 3 and then the feral one I guess is because he's a kid and a fox and hasn't he hasn't settled down I don't know <laughs> like it, it's there but I don't even know if it's on purpose right. that's what kind of throws me off um, yeah, and we also don't know how long we're going to be waiting. Like this, I mean, moving on to our last section here, like what will 2023 bring us? Well, we already know it's going to have more Sonic Prime. We don't know if it's going to be the rest of the series. I'm hoping it is because I don't think kids have the attention span that maybe a Cuphead show does. Um, mm-hmm. Or, man, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched Disenchantment. Um, or Disenchanted, I, f- I get confused which one's the Disney one, which one's the Matt Groening show, but they really stretch that out, like they would order 20 episodes and then it would be a year and a half between 10 episodes to the point where I don't think anyone cares about that show anymore it's very hard right. to like get invested when it's taken 3 years 3, 4 years to sell to tell like a 30 episode story um, so I'm hoping Prime like kind of ramps it up and hopefully concludes by the middle of next year. I don't think that show has, I don't think we can do 24 episodes over the course of two years or something like that. Um, We have more Sonic Frontiers. We're hoping for Sonic Origins Plus and then the Knuckles movie and so, or Knuckles uh, streaming series. So it's interesting that the four things we talked about tonight um, also bleed into 2023 in in some respect or at least we're hoping um so do you of those four things that are continuing on knuckles uh, a potential physical release of origins um frontiers dlc and then the ending of prime which one are you looking forward to the most and which one uh i guess the least david oh um Let's see. Most, 
most of this, I guess, would be sort of like a uh, it's it's a toss up between the Knuckle Show and the Frontiers content. I guess for now, I would say Frontiers, like the all the Frontiers DLC, just because we don't really know anything about the Knuckle Show. Um, we don't know who's involved. We don't know who's making it. Uh, all we know is that um, oh no, I forget his name. The guy who does the voice. Oh, uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, we know he's involved, but we like it, it didn't it doesn't seem like the the writers of the movie are involved writing the show. So it's like, oh, there's a lot of uncertainty there. Yeah. Um, like I have I'm excited about the third movie, but I don't I don't really know what'll happen with the Knuckles show. I hope it's good. Um, yeah. I hope it's happening. It's They've unknown, been very quiet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I would say the Frontiers is probably right now the one I'm most excited about. And, and the least excited is I'm, unfortunately i think it would be prime because mm. i i watched it i'm like yeah i guess this is fine i feel like i had a lot more issues with it than some people do mm-hmm. uh it was sort of like you know there was a lot of good sonic you know i really enjoyed the movie i enjoyed frontiers i enjoyed you know origins had some issues but you know at its core yeah i enjoy it uh and and prime just sort of lost me um i don't know like uh Oh, I guess I also enjoyed. I know we didn't talk about it. You know, issue fifty of IDW came out. Yes, that was the big five zero. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, the comics. Um, you know, there's some stuff going there. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I'll watch the rest of Prime. I'm hoping that personally, I'll I'll enjoy the later half or the later two thirds. But for now, I'm just kind of like, eh. You know, I can take it or leave it. Yeah. How about you, Dakota? Probably for my favorite would probably be um, Frontiers, probably more so the uh, story for the end. I just want to see what else they uh, um, do for the Ancients and First Age and stuff like that. Just see, you know, what they add on and stuff for the story. Um, Also, uh, I would one up for the uh, movie. I would say the Knuckles series... I'm I'm just neutral on that. More so, I would like to see. Um, I'm kind of thinking there's going to be a trailer. More so, kind of near the end of the year and stuff next year for the mm-hmm. for movie three and stuff. So I'm I'd be excited for that. And then um, probably just not really that excited for Origins Plus if they're you know if they're making the physical release next year and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. just if there's really like a lot more that goes into it and stuff like that, like they add more than just like you know a couple like quality of life features and like a couple like extra features like a level select or like you know maybe like a difficulty like you know scale or setting and stuff like that too then i'd be a little more excited but as of right now yeah yeah (laughs) yeah if 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 a, a physical origins does become just like what you expected it originally to be and like quality of life improvements yeah i i would say that's the one i'm least excited about even though I'm really hoping it happens, and I'm a big fan of, you know, physical things. I mean, as you can tell behind me here. Um, so it, it it always bothers me, especially when Sonic stuff is stuck on digital. I mean, I, I believe Sonic 4 Episodes 1 and 2 are the only... I think they're the only digital Sonic titles outside of some re-releases, like um, Sonic Adventure 2 for Xbox 360 and stuff never got a physical release, but... You know, um, as far as like most excited, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say the Frontiers DLC because it's free 
Like, it just kind of blows my mind that that's just stuff's just going to be coming to me. I don't have to do, like, a season pass or some nonsense. It's really cool. Yes. makes me wonder if they are going to do, like, uh, uh, like you know, I don't know if it's going to become, like, a game of the year edition or something like that. But considering it's such a big seller, maybe they'll do a budget version at the end of next year and include all the DLC on the disc, maybe. Um, that'd be kind of wise of them to do for more casual people who don't know to jump onto the storefront and download all these things. Um, Knuckles series, we know next to nothing about it. I, I'm I'm kind of fearing that it's been quietly canceled. We just haven't heard anything about it. Um, I mean, if they put James Gunn in, in charge of it, then you know full well it's going to be canceled. But um, no, it, it hasn't been. But it just... It seems so odd that to have Idris Elba fronting a Paramount Plus series, and we've heard next to nothing. Um, I'm, my dream would be Maddie Wachowski and Knuckles team up for an eight-episode round-the-world adventure. Um, <laughs> I honestly think that Maddie should leave Tom and just like marry Knuckles. That's my fan fiction I'm writing, actually. Um, Maddie the Echidna. Um, I think oh. has a nice ring to it. So, right, like an asteroid could hit Earth, and she transforms into a kidna because yeah. that's the last animal she was in contact with. It's like the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Like she high five Knuckles, the asteroid hit, mm-hmm. and oh, now she's an echidna, uh, <laughs> legally distinct from any echidna that existed in Archie, of course. But yeah, uh, <laughs> oh man, I can see it. This writes itself. You know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've had a, I think it's, I think this has been probably the best year for the Sonic franchise in a long time. I mean, can, can either of you guys think of the last time Sonic's been this persistent, this, I guess, relevant, this mainstream, and he's always been mainstream, but the fact that we've been getting all of this stuff, like David, I mean, you're the, you're Mr. History here. Like when was the last time Sonic Um, was this big? I mean, this big, I mean, I feel like it, it hasn't been since the 90s. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, like, 1993 was a huge year for Sonic, even though, um, like, that was the year in between 2 and 3, and there was Spinball. But it was, like, both shows, the Happy Meal toys, mm-hmm. um, Sonic CD, uh, the comics. Like, it, it was it was everything all at once. The only thing it was Sonic was missing at that point was a movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though Sonic has had strong years since, like right. I would say, you know, '99 was strong because the Dreamcast came out and Adventure was there. It didn't translate to the outside media. Like nobody went, "Wow, Sonic Underground is the greatest Sonic show ever made." <laughs> yes. <you know>? uh, <laughs> and then, like in 2003, you get Sonic X, and I'll, there are a lot, a lot of people who become Sonic fans because of that show. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't think it translates into the games because then you get Heroes, which is kind of middling in sales and reviews, and then you get Shadow the Hedgehog after that. So you have like all these, yeah. You have you have a lot of um. But it, it's like there's there's some that's pretty high up, and then there's stuff that's way down. Right. Here it feels like pretty much across the board here's the re-release of what's considered the the crown jewels of the sonic franchise Mm -hmm. um here is um here's a movie that's that's done well commercially uh i I, critically for the most part i mean especially like nobody's expecting a citizen kane although sonic and citizen kane could be fun Um, (laughs) i want to hear you know because he would say amy rose but uh, (laughs) amy Uh, (laughs) Amy rosebud 
<laughs> right, right. So yeah, just like, um, yeah, I, I, just because uh, multimedia mm-hmm. doing well pretty much across the board, I think. Yeah, and, everything's clicking yeah, for the first so time. Since, and Yeah, mm-hmm. not since 93. And um, I don't mean to not mention IDW because you do make a great point. I think IDW's had one of their strongest years. Uh, those, the miniseries have been really good. They finally got out of the mm-hmm. whole... Um, like when we were going through a pandemic, Sonic was going through a <laughs> pandemic and it was the most yeah. grim thing. I absolutely hated that arc because I I looked, it took a year and a half. I think even if it only covers like 10 issues, like with delays and things like that, it just kept going. And then I just yeah. wanted it, the metal virus to end. <laughs> I just wanted everyone to be healthy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> everyone's dying around me. Let me read a Sonic comic. And then I open it up and Sonic's going, everyone's dying around me, you know. <laughs> um, so it's it was not a very happy thing. But now we're now we're in a pretty cool um, little f- phase of the IDW comics. I, I believe Ian Flynn's going to be coming back on now that he's concluded his writing for Frontiers. I think that's why he stepped away uh, for that time. I think he only wrote Bad Guys the miniseries if i'm all right he did he I'm did thinking. many he might have done an issue too. i don't remember offhand like which mm-hmm. issues he's written which issues evan stanley has written but right. like he definitely stepped up and presumably because of his involvement in forces and maybe mm-hmm. you know what he, he's been doing a lot of a lot of i know he has his own personal or yeah. his you know non-sonic projects uh I don't know if he stepped away to do the Encyclopedia at all, which I guess technically came out at the end of last year. But yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. this is a lot of he's been doing a lot. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he still, you know, it, it trades off uh, between Ian and Evan just because yeah. you know she's yeah. become ingrained in in that whole sphere of hey, what is, what is Sonic, and we're trying to figure out what right. Sonic is for the future. And I'm sure, you know. I would hope that Sega would tap Ian for whatever the next game is. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we won't have to wait five years. But if they're <laughs> going to they choose anyone, they don't want to wait five years. Yeah. No, no. I would hope they don't because that they figured yeah. out sort of like here's the base formula. Now maybe it'd only take three years to finish it as opposed to, or like three years between instead of five. It, it's hard to say, but right. I'm sure there's going to be. Um, projects and things that where he would just have to step away from the comic because he's he's working on another sonic thing um right so yeah you know that's yeah. um there's yeah i don't know i feel like i lost my point at the end uh <laughs> no no it's <laughs> it's cool um and there's also i mean if you're if you're looking for some stuff right now that's kind of newish um mm-hmm. there is the tales anniversary comic i definitely suggest people pick that up uh, it's just bizarre to see the Game Gear plots of Tales uh, Sky Patrol and the events of uh, Sonic 3D Blast like coming together. I think that's really bizarre. And um, if you flip to the back, there's some fun behind-the-scenes stuff about how they would like float. Uh, you know, they would ask Sega Japan if they could use Tales Sky Patrol characters, and they were like, "Yeah," and they signed off on it, and like. This is the first time we've seen those characters' feet in canon, which I think is really funny. Like they talk about designing their feet and getting sign approval. Um, it also means that I think like Wendy Witchcart is now like one of the few humans to exist 
in uh, in the classic world of, of Sonic IDW comics. So I thought that was pretty wild. I think what like outside of Eggman, right? There isn't. There's Wendy right. And, yeah. No. There there aren't a whole lot of humans. There's the implication that maybe they exist. There's also that angel statue in CD. In, uh, mm-hmm. Is that is that wacky workbench where she's hiding out, but only mm. in the past? She's Ooh. replaced by an Eggman statue in the bad future. Ooh. Ooh. Spook. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but, um, we've also yeah. got the first Chaos uh, action figure, which should be hitting stores right now. Very hard to find. Um, I know people are excited for that. And then Big the Cat has another action figure. I think it's his third or fourth, which is just fantastic. And with Prime uh, toys coming out eventually, I am I am down for Pirate Big if that becomes a thing. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of big content this year. It's you the know, year he, of big, right? He he comes back in Frontiers. He's got a. Yeah. It's a fishing mini game. Um, it's like yeah, there he is. There's big, and he's he's a featured character in Prime. Um, I, I do like the fact that Big is just you know he's just sort of a guy in Prime instead of. There's the temptation that they could have made him like, oh, he's super dumb, haha. But right. I'm glad they didn't do that because right. he's not. He's just you know. He's a simple man with simple needs. Right, um, right. And his so. bed is in ruins, right? Because it's in right. the Mystic Ruins. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. That's what that's what the song's about. Uh, yeah. People don't know. Fish the day away, my bed's in the Mystic Ruins. Um, so anyway, well, on that note, I want to thank you guys so much for jumping on to, so- to Talk Sonic 2022. Um, looking forward to the next year. Looking forward to chit-chatting with you guys on and off air about whatever whatever comes next. But have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your time um, with Sonic and his, <laughs> and his uh, holiday cheer hat. Um, oh, yeah. So again, uh, do you guys have anything to plug? Um, Dakota, plug away. Just my Twitter. Just... My name, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. How about you, David? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. I still have a Twitter. I mean, it still exists for now. So uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll ride that until it crashes into a wall. And that's just TT Lurker. Uh, awesome. At before it, of course, because it's Twitter. And then uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll write another article on the front page of Retro. Uh, <laughs> oh, please do. I want for Christmas. Oh, yeah. thank you for that there's, gift. There's a, yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. uh, we'll flood it in. I did. I did once upon a time write a bunch of Christmas articles. I feel like that was like a, a decade ago, where I went through the Fleetway Christmas stories and mm, like oh, and then we I like recorded that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing cool. along. Didn't we record a, a Sonic Christmas Blast? Commentary yeah, a commentary. A long time ago? You know, I'll yeah. dig that up. Maybe I'll find the audio and people can can like play it over because I know it gets hit with copyright strikes. That's the good old days where I was like, let's let's upload the entire House of the Dead U.E. Bowl movie with commentary. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, our, our, my YouTube account's locked. What's going on? I'm like, right, copyright exists. Those were the simpler times. Right. But, you um, force people to sync it up on their yeah, own. Exactly. But yeah, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll look into that, see if that's still there. I think there's like little commercials too i think we actually there was a whole program but um yeah well thank you so much for uh coming on thank you to everyone who stuck with us watched listened to our uh our chatter and we'll see you next year and i hope to see you guys uh one or both of you on future shows of the Sega Bit swinging report show live so from me barry 
Thank you for watching, and David and Dakota, thank you for joining me. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and I have.